Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Car Care Show is underway on a glorious Saturday morning. Uh, the sun is up. It's been up for one hour now. Sunrise is 610 and sunset on this date, 811. Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Dan, how you been? I'm very good, Chief. How are you? Very good. Lovely morning, and I know you'll be busy at Lloyd's later this morning, but uh, let's get into it. I have to admit that I did turn on my air conditioning. Uh, there was one day it was a little warm in the car, and then I was going to jump out on the freeway and drive, and I, I, I don't like the, the wind noise and all of that sort of thing. So I, I shut the windows and turned on the air, and I, I know you get a lot of calls like this in uh, air conditioning season, but, boy, there was a weird smell. What can I do about that weird air conditioning smell? Well, the simplest thing you can do, Steve, is change your cabin air filter, which uh, <clears throat> I know in your case might it might have been a while since you've done that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. there's a... There's a uh, filter not unlike the furnace filter in your home. And over time, uh, it gets full of de- debris and some organic-type material. And, of course, uh, you add a little moisture and and things to the organic material, and it smells. And so uh, that's the best thing that you can do is, is change that cabin filter and uh, be sure that's good. And the next step, uh, if the problem persists, if You've gotten moisture and and mildew and so forth growing inside your heater box. You can introduce some disinfectant on the inside of the car. You would turn it or, or set the air conditioning uh, system to recycle, which is where the air is is being drawn out of the inside of the car, and the place where that happens is down near the passenger's feet. And you can uh, put the air conditioning on a, on a very low speed and then spray this disinfectant up into the, into the area where it's being recycled into the air box, and it will help kill that, uh, that uh, mildew that's, that's been growing inside there over the winter season. And uh, that should do great things to take care of that smell. You can find that uh, disinfectant spray it's kind of a specialty spray, uh, you know, for cars and, and trucks, and you can find that at pretty much any auto parts store. Uh, they'll t- they'll uh, they'll have that for you. 
and I, I'm sure that that is one of those that's brought up fairly regularly uh, at Lloyd's. You, you hear a lot about it. People don't like the smell of that air conditioning unit. By the way, our phone number on the program, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. And you can call or text the program. Our car care show is underway. Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul is the phone number and uh, warmer weather, uh, warmer weather uh, starting to pick up. Air conditioning is one of those concerns and it has come up from time to time this spring and certainly does come up on the program as well. What if it's not working at all? Well, I was just going to say, Steve, even more common, the even more common question about air conditioning than my air conditioning smells is uh, my air conditioning uh, is not blowing cold. <clears throat> uh, we hear that a lot. And, of course, we've heard it a lot already this week because people were, uh, were, were trying their air conditioning for the first time for the season uh, this week, and, and they will be doing that again next week. And they, they might be surprised by the fact that when they turn the air conditioning on, it's blowing uh, only slightly cool or uh, not cool at all. And uh, usually what the problem is when that's happening is the refrigerant gas in the air conditioning system has leaked out, and uh, it leaks out uh, sometimes very, very slowly over several years, and uh, at some point it gets low enough where the, the pressure switches won't even allow the air conditioning system to turn on. And, of course, that's when you notice that, uh, hey, I got no cool here. That's that's not going to work for me. So the process would be to bring it into your shop. You'd have to get some help on this, and they will uh, recharge the system with that refrigerant gas and, and put some oil and dye in there and then see if uh, we can find the leak. Oftentimes, the leak is so small that it's, that it's very difficult to find. They might send you away for a week to uh, have it and then come back and have it reinspected. Uh, you know, obviously, if the gas is gone, it's leaked out somewhere, but oftentimes the leak is so slow that we simply can't find it, and perhaps it takes several years for it to leak down again. And in that case, uh, you know, kind of the, the, the recommendation is going to be, well, we'll just have to keep it full for you. All right, quick break. We have more on the Car Care Show. Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive, joining us. Here is the number, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226 is the phone number on the program, and that is good for a call or text, and we'll get to those calls and texts in a moment here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. Right now, it's our Car Care Show Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Good enough to join us, and let's go to the phone lines. Mike and Crosby. Mike, you're on the air. Hello, Dan. Uh, I have a 2019 Ford F-150. In January, I started getting a problem where about once out of every 40, 50 times I start the car, uh, it will start and run for a second or two, literally, and then quit. And I have to do that about five or six times before the engine will start and run. Now, I was using the uh, auto stop start disable button, 
pushing that each time I start the car because I just do not have that going. And uh, I didn't even realize, think about that at all at the time. But I took it into the dealer in early March, and the dealer, because of the intermittent nature, could not do anything with it. I then started uh, trying some other things, like uh, turning that uh, disable button off before I turned the ignition off. When I did that, I, did never, I didn't have the problem, but I, I kept forgetting to do it. So I decided to drive the car for the last uh, five weeks now um, without using that button. And during that time, I learned that uh, the, the auto stop start won't stop the engine unless you push on the brake pedal really hard. So I've actually been driving it without the engine stopping. But I've, I've, without that disable button pushed, it has not happened to me. And I'm just wondering if there's something else I can do or uh, I just soon not get stuck someplace. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it sounds to me like you've done the research uh, <laughs> and done a pretty good job on it. And it doesn't surprise me that the intermittent experience you were having before is in that auto, auto start or stop uh, strategy in the computer. And I think what's, what's happening is there's a little software glitch uh, in, the, in the programming of that that uh, Ford may or may not be aware of. If they're not aware of it yet, there's a good chance that they'll become aware of it uh, in that it's not happening just on your car. It's happening on other cars. So I think that if maybe you went back to the Ford dealership armed with this information, because I assume this 2019 is still under warranty. Uh, if you go back and, and get the right service writer who's willing to listen to your story and believe what you're telling them, that uh, they can do some research on their uh, amongst their service bulletins that they get from Ford, and maybe they could even call uh, one of the Ford engineers and and talk about this problem and kind of get zeroed in on it. But I think the fact that that you can uh, turn it off or turn it on, whichever way, whichever, whichever way you want to describe uh, the position. Um, and and then the problem goes away. That's very telling. And so, uh, like I say, I think you've got good information. <clears throat> I think if you share that with the right person, they'll uh, get some information. And maybe this problem has already been solved before for someone else. So we use the service bulletins uh, frequently that the manufacturer puts out because they're common problems, common known problems. And and of course, the manufacturer doesn't want anybody with one of their products experiencing those things. So the service bulletins are very helpful. Uh, they're glad to put them out, share them with everyone. And and uh, I think maybe if you did the research, you'd find that there is a service bulletin relating to what's going on with you. All right. Very good, Mike. Thanks for the call. And uh, we bought a, a brand new Chrysler minivan. It's it was converted. Uh, uh, to a wheelchair van for my daughter, and it has that auto start-stop feature, and they have a button where you can, it annoys me. Well, when I drive the van, I shut it off. I, I can't stand that feature. Yeah. What he was talking about, Steve, is, is um, w- when you're driving the vehicle, if you just lightly, when you're sitting at a stoplight, if you lightly apply the brake instead of uh, instead of apply the brake firmly, 
uh, it, it will cause that to not do that. So you might try that while you're driving it. Uh, if you forget to shut it off, it, if you just let a little, little off the brake pedal a little bit, sometimes that'll, uh, that'll take care of it for you. All right. Let's go to Mary and Champlin. You're on the car care show with Dan Burns. Hello. Hello. Uh, I have a 2013 Kia and when I make a sharp left turn, like to go into my garage, it makes mm-hmm. a funny clicking noise. Can you tell usually, me what that is? Can usually when you when you have a clicking noise like that on a sharp turn, which is which is going into your uh, garage like you are, or doing a, a you know a, a U-turn on the street. Usually when you're getting a clicking, a rapid clicking noise like that, it's that the universal joint in the in the drive axle. It's called the constant velocity joint. It's kind of a fancy U joint, but usually that joint has gone bad. The bearings, the big balls that are in there, and the cage that holds it have gone bad. There's a there's a wear pattern that has worn into them. And when you uh, turn it sharp like that, it's not turning smoothly or it's not rolling smoothly in that universal joint. And so uh, that's what the noise is coming from. And the repair would be to decide which side it is. There's one on each side, left and right. Decide which side it is, and then uh, replace that drive axle. We used to rebuild drive axles um, and put new boots on and and new cages and new ball bearings and all that, but the price has gotten reasonable on drive axles now, so they simply replace them. It's the most cost-effective way uh, to repair it. All right, very good, Mary. We've got a quick break coming up. Right out of the break, we'll visit with Andy and Marine on St. Croix. And we have certainly room for your call or text on the program, 651-989-9226. It is the Car Care Show. Dan Burns joining us from Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. It is the Car Care Show, Saturday mornings between 7 and 7.45 with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. And our number is 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. You can call or text the program. Again, that number is 651 989 Nine two two six. Let's start with Alan and Egan. You're on the air with Dan Burns. Hello. Yeah. I've got uh, another clicking noise uh, problem. It's an 03 GMC Envoy with 130,000 on it. It sounded like a uh, clicking noise coming from under the dash. But when she had it in for service the last time, they told her it was from the HVAC system. But they'd need it for further diagnosis. I don't know yeah. what HVAC yeah. <laughs> HVAC is the heating and air conditioning system on your car. And the noise that you're hearing is an electric, a little electric servo motor that uh, moves the doors inside the heater box. And... Uh, the, it's a, it's just a, a little tiny servo electric motor with little gears inside, and those little gears strip off, and uh, then they slip, 
And what you're hearing is the, the motor trying to operate and the gear is slipping. And so the door is not uh, being allowed to move. And that's what the clicking noise is. It's from the heater box. And uh, the repair is to probably replace that motor. What they will do is remove the motor and be sure that they can manually move the door uh, that it's supposed to be driving. They want to be sure they can move that door properly. And if they can, then the repair will be to simply replace that motor and you'll be back in business. One thing that's probably going on is when you're hearing that clicking, the door uh, is not moving like it's supposed to, and I'm not sure which door it is. There's a whole bunch in there. Uh, but but something in your heating system is not working quite right if that door is not moving like it's supposed to. So that's what the noise and, is and I would the repair is. Yeah, and Dan, I would assume that's pretty common. If you get into an older vehicle, some of those wear parts over time, they, they go bad. And as we've talked about, from the heat of summer to the cold of dead winter, it, it, there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on, and there's lots of moving parts, and every single moving part is capable of failing. <laughs> so uh, that's what keeps us in business, Steve. Uh, parts Parts on a vehicle fail. And they need to be diagnosed and replaced. And so that, that's what we do. Uh, let's go to the phones again. Anne in Golden Valley, you're on the air with Dan Burns. Hello, Anne. Oh, hi. Um, I have a 2016 Malibu, and the key fob, it, it, like when I try to open my car, it takes a long time to open it. Is it just wearing out, or what can I do? Well, there's no batteries. Uh, that's, that's the first thing I would do. The key fob... Uh, it can be disassembled, and usually you just take a little screwdriver and pry them apart, and you'll find that there's a little tiny battery in there that uh, that can be replaced. In fact, if you uh, search your vehicle on the internet and uh, and put key fob, put the word key fob in the search somewhere, you'll find a whole bunch of YouTube videos that will assist you in replacing that battery. But that's the first thing to do. If if that if a new battery does not help and take care of it, those key fobs can do they do wear out, and they can be replaced. And it's a pretty simple process to replace them too. They do need to be programmed to that car, but uh, that that's usually pretty simple too. Yeah, and and Dan, the the remote's a great place to start because when my TV starts acting funny, the first thing I do is swap out the batteries in the remote for the TV. So the logic is the same with with remotes for a car, and we all have them now. I I can't think of a car that doesn't come with uh, a key fob and a remote that you can lock and unlock the doors, etc. Yeah, you know, that reminds me, Steve, to remind the listeners to... Put the key in the door from time to time and actually use the uh, mechanical door lock so that it stays uh, able to be used. <laughs> if if you get in a bind where your key fob doesn't work and you have never used the key in the door, there's a good chance that when you go to turn the key, it won't turn. So uh, every couple of months, Take the key and put it in the door and be sure that that works or that you move that. If you just move it, that's all it takes to keep working, but it needs to be moved from time to time. 
you know, that is great advice. Now, I do not have that problem with my 08 Silverado work truck because I have to use the key to get in. I, I don't have a fob. I have manual locks, manual windows in that vehicle. So I've got to use the key. But for those folks, that, that is a good one. I exercise uh, that lock from time to time. Let's go to uh, the phones again. Janet Negan. Janet, you're on with Dan Burns. Good morning. Um, have you ever heard of the word grommet? Grommets, yes. Okay, my that's what my car. You know, is it worth it having it fixed? Well, the, a grommet is kind of a general term. Uh, I would need to know the grommets for what. What are you having? Oh, a 2011 fixed? fusion. Yeah, but what what what's not working on the car? It makes it. It, it just makes noise every once in a while. Yeah. Don't know. I'm sorry, but with information that I have here, grommets. There's all sorts of grommets, and what it is is usually it's just a lining for a hole that uh, that something goes through. And so, I, like I say, it's kind of a generic term. And there's a whole bunch of different grommets on a car, you know, for diff- different purposes. And uh, um, uh, so, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what area of the car you're having trouble with. All right, uh, we'll, we'll move on to our text line. An old Ford Tahoe with electrical issues. Uh, first, the fan won't shut off when the ignition is off. Uh, had to pull the fuse uh, because uh, the doors wouldn't lock while running, uh, trapped inside. Just, just a lot going on with the electrical system in an old Ford Tahoe Um where do I start that, with this? <laughs> that's a good one. And uh, that, because you sometimes can't shut the he- the heater off and you can't shut the car off, and that would worry me that you should get that in soon and get some help on that. Because that, uh, when, when things are acting that strangely, usually it's that a connector somewhere has melted and wires are now melted together. And uh, and causing a problem, and those are the types of problems that are that can become a fire hazard. And so that's why I would recommend that you take that in pretty quickly, get a professional to look at that and figure out what's going on, because I think that uh, that that you could be having a, a safety issue with that. All right, uh, time real quick. Ann and Maple Grove, go quick. Ann, are you there? All right, I guess we'll move on from Ann. We're coming up on the end of the program, Dan, but uh, here we are. Warmer weather once again when it comes to the air conditioning. Uh, number one for the smell, the, the, there's treatments for that. We talked about it at the beginning. But if it doesn't work, um, wh- what about those do-it-yourself recharge kits? Are, are they worth the trouble? Well, I think they're they're worth the trouble if you know what you're doing and if you're careful. But the trouble is with them, Steve, is you don't know where you're starting. In other words, if the system's low, you don't know how low it is. You don't know if it's empty or anything like that. So um, on an old car, if the air conditioning is not working and you just want to blast a pound of, of refrigerant in there, uh, you might have success with that. Um, but if it's, uh, if you really want to have it done right, when we do it, we hook it up to a machine. We take all of the refrigerant out of the vehicle, 
uh, measure it if there's any left, measure it, clean it, and then recharge it to exactly the proper level. And right. so that's a much better way to do it uh, than the, than the uh, than the self uh, cans that you can uh, that you can install. So I right. I'd be more comfortable if, on my car to have a professional do it and have it done right. All right, Dan. Uh, how do people reach you at Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue? Well, you can give us a call. We'll be here at, as soon as this morning. Uh, we're open today from eight until twelve. Uh, um, at 651-228-1316. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. And, and on the internet there or on the website, you'll see all the, all the protections we have in place for the coronavirus uh, thing that's going on. Or come on over. <clears throat> we are at the corner of Grand and Chatsworth. We're at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria, and uh, Grand Avenue is getting beautiful, so it's a good, good, good place to come get your car fixed and go for a walk. All right, Dan, always great. Have an outstanding day. Thanks, Steve. You too. All right, there he is, Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive, Grand Avenue in St. Paul, in our weekly car care show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.